Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Star Guided Entrepreneur. Today, I want to share with you the three mistakes that I learned in my last Facebook ad campaign. And I'll walk you through what happened, what the goal was, and specifically, what are three things if you're new to Facebook ads, if you're new to driving traffic through Facebook ads, that you need to make sure are in place and ready before you go to run your first big Facebook ad campaign. So just to set a bit of context, I've had a business page on Facebook for over a year, a year and a half. However, what I hadn't done before is I hadn't really developed it. I hadn't posted content there. It was very easy for me to think that I have thousands of friends on my personal profile. There was no reason for me, so I thought up until now, to post on anything but my personal profile because everything I was doing was related to getting audience for webinars, for events, for workshops, and I always wanted to post in a place that had the most audience. And because I've been on Facebook for a long time and I have a big network on Facebook, that was my Facebook profile, personal profile. Big mistake. And that is the first mistake that I learned when running a large Facebook ad campaign. The Facebook ad campaign that you guys run, the Facebook ads that you run are connected to a business page. And when people see your Facebook ads on Facebook, they will also see the stats around your Facebook business page, specifically the number of people following or liking it. I never had a push, never had any goal of getting likes on my business page because I never posted anything on there. It was literally for me to be able to run some very limited ads in the past. I've run like you know, 10, 20, 30, $40 worth of Facebook ads for a couple of days, going to Facebook event pages within Facebook. So I never really thought I needed, I needed anything else. I never ran traffic from Facebook ads to a paid offer. So just to recap the mistake and bear in mind, we use the Facebook campaign, my business partner and I, just to give you the full context, we used that to drive traffic to a paid Facebook challenge that we put together that we're running currently. The challenge is going great. The people who are in the challenge are learning a ton. I can't believe the work that they're doing, how they're applying themselves, and they're having huge breakthroughs. The challenge is around designing your high-end coaching offer, and it is composed of really three parts, three modules, a lot of learning around three modules. One is on the customer avatar and getting crystal clear there using our proprietary frameworks and methodologies to achieve incredible clarity and effectiveness of the customer avatar. And the second one is the offer design for high-end offers. Here, we're talking about anything over three to $5,000. And finally, the third piece is the enrollment or the sales skills to enroll people into your high-end offers. Long story short, we put together a seven-day challenge. If you heard one of my earlier episodes, you'll know that 
it's one of my biggest goals for the next 12 months to master the funnel of the challenge, not just for our own business, my own business, but also for clients that we work with and whose businesses we um, advise on product development and program development, marketing as well. So here we go. We actually hired somebody who's great. I don't think there was any problem with the Facebook ad agency. We hired a friend of mine who knows and does Facebook ads really well. That was probably our biggest cash outlay because the Facebook ads themselves ended up being $50. We hit a ceiling on my account of $50. Facebook refused to raise the ceiling of that account, but we managed to get a second account up and running and that ceiling was hit at $75 a day or $100 a day. And what happened was we had planned to run ads for about two weeks. Well, what ended up happening is more than half of that time, we were shut down by Facebook. And there was another piece in the play here that affected the outcome of this. But in general, we didn't get, we hardly got anybody in the challenge from the Facebook ad campaign because we were not running ads for most of the time we thought we would run ads. So that's that's what happened. And all of the people, the vast majority of the people in the challenge, we enrolled ourselves through our own organic reach, marketing, and networking. There are a number of reasons. We're sitting down with our Facebook ad agency in a couple of days to have a breakdown of lessons learned and what worked and what didn't. But we already know the big lessons that we can fix going forward. The three things that I promised I will share with you in this episode about how to avoid making these three grave mistakes that cost me and my business partner a lot of missed traffic, a lot of missed people enrolled in the challenge. So I already told you about the first mistake. That is not having a well-developed business page on Facebook. What does well-developed mean? A well-developed means that you've been posting content, people are liking and following it, and they're also engaging and liking the content that you're posting on the Facebook business page. There's a distinction between a group and a page. A group is something that you can put up and there's no requirements for you to have a business to be able to create a group. However, a business page is put up by a business and represents a business. It's like the calling card or the Facebook equivalent of a website. So why is it important to have content and to develop a followership on your Facebook business page? A number of reasons. One is, as I already mentioned, because when you run Facebook ads, especially when they're going to a paid offer, people are going to look at how many people like and follow your page. They're going to go to that page and look at any activity that's being posted to that page to just make sure that you're not a fraud and you're not a scammer and that you're legit. So that's one is trust, trust with the audience of your Facebook ads. The second reason why you want to develop a robust Facebook business page is because Facebook looks at the type of people that already like and engage with your content and takes that into account 
on two fronts, who they're going to deliver the content to. So they're going to target similar people. Obviously, you can override and change the targeting of your campaign in the Facebook ad manager yourself. But nonetheless, the Facebook algorithm does take in information on who is engaging and who is liking the content that your business page is producing already. So that's baked in. And I'm not 100% positive, but I also believe that also has an impact on how much, how much you can spend per day. So what we want to get to is we want to get to the ability to spend up to $500 per day. And my account got in a lot of trouble and I'll explain the reasons why, at least I think, <laughs> there are obviously reasons where we can't know, we don't know what happened, but here are some of my hypotheses. But one of the hypotheses on the Facebook business page is that if you don't have don't have a lot of engagement on the content on your business page, and obviously you cannot have engagement without having content first, then Facebook is going to be very careful about delivering your content in Facebook ads to other people to cold audiences because they don't know how well somebody is interacting with it, whether the content will be liked or perceived as useless or spammy. So think of like your Facebook business page as the incubator for your content. And especially I've seen Facebook ads being used very successfully when they've gotten a ton of comments and a ton of engagement already, and they're being repurposed as ads. So Facebook really likes content that already has proven engagement and proven attraction potential. So mistake number one to recap is going into a full-blown Facebook ad campaign to cold traffic without first having created a following on your Facebook business page and having created content for at least, well, I don't know, you know, the longer the better, but what we're going to do now is we're going to start creating a calendar of content and we're going to start creating a strategy for people to follow our Facebook business page for at least four to five weeks before we launch the next campaign. So that is mistake number one. And I would say, I would caution you guys as a caveat. I've seen entrepreneurs use a strategy, a tactic that I believe, and I've talked to experts in this matter, is very detrimental. If you want to build a quick following of 1,000 or more people on your Facebook business page, what a lot of entrepreneurs have done is they've used Facebook ads to do that, and they've actually bought traffic from the cheapest places in the world, which have been third world countries, because that's where the cost per click or the cost per follower is the lowest. And so they've created these Facebook ad campaigns to drive traffic to their Facebook business page from places like Africa and Asia and other developing countries, which is horrible if you think about it, because now Facebook's algorithm thinks that your client base is developing countries and people there. And you may be a coach for people in the US and Canada and Western Europe. And all of a sudden, Facebook now is going to think that your audience is quite different from who you're targeting. So 
make sure that you're not just doing butts and seats approach and make sure that you are going out there and building out a following that represents your ideal client, the following on your business page. The second mistake that we did when launching the Facebook ad campaign for the challenge was that I did not verify my business account with Facebook prior to running ads. So because my business page lacked a lot of content and a lot of engagement, Facebook's sensors or Facebook's antenna for trying to detect possible spam accounts or fraudulent accounts were very sensitive to my business page. And as a result, what could have helped as a preventative measure would have been to verify my business. There is a place inside of the Facebook ad manager or the Facebook page manager on the Facebook business page where you can verify yourself as a business. And they really ask for a lot of information like incorporation documents. They want you to verify your address through bank statements for the business or other official documentation pertaining to the business. So I had my tax notice from Delaware, as well as my incorporation documents and my change of name document from Delaware, the state of Delaware. I uploaded those. I uploaded my bank account, my business bank account statement, so they could see the physical address. And that's a very important step because then Facebook really knows that you're not fraudulent. You're not putting this page just to run a bunch of spammy and fraudulent ads. So that's that's another important step that I would encourage all of you to do before you run any serious ad campaigns. And finally, the third mistake was not opening another Facebook ad account. And that's something that all of the big names in online marketing and the entrepreneurship do. They do have several ad accounts connected to their business. And so what we did was when we got shut down by Facebook, when my ad account got shut down, in fact, it got disabled. The third time it got disabled, it was really ugly and we couldn't submit a request for review anymore. So my business partner ended up opening up another account so we could restart the ads. So I recommend that you think ahead and believe me, when you're running ads for a launch, you only have a couple of weeks at the most, maybe three weeks at the very most. Anytime Facebook shuts you down, it could take a few days to get it reviewed and back up again. And what ended up happening with us is that there were a lot of automated things in the algorithm that tripped up our account, my account, got it caught in the net for the reasons I already mentioned. But there was also another big reason that was not related at all to me, my business, my partner, my business partner. It was related to what was happening with Facebook. And I just want to cover that because it's important for you guys to be aware that there are certain changes that happen on Facebook side that have nothing to do with you and that have everything to do with Facebook, the company and what they're going through. So my account on this challenge campaign was running every day for about four or five days. And then in the morning, early morning of July 1st, it got deactivated, caught shut down. 
And what happened was a lot of other people in the mastermind that I belong to, where we're learning challenges and the challenge framework, a lot of people's accounts got shut down right around the same time on July 1st. If you think about it, July 1st is not only the first day of a month, but it also happens to be the beginning of a quarter, the beginning of a third quarter. And Facebook was also experiencing incredible pressure from a group of advertisers like Unilever and Disney, who had been enrolled by a number of activist groups to boycott advertising on Facebook for a month, and some of them indefinitely. These advertisers got together and said they would pull out and they did their advertising on the Facebook platform until they had evidence of Facebook taking proactive steps to lower the amount of hateful content that they were seeing on the platform. And the charge was, or the accusation is that most of that content, a large number, large amount of that content comes through Facebook ads. Facebook is a huge business. Most, the vast majority of this business revenue comes from advertising. And so when this plan was announced, when this boycott was announced, Facebook stock tanked. Uh, It fell down uh, by a lot and Facebook scrambled. Zuckerberg and his teams scrambled and they put together a series of statements and calls and they took certain action. They took down one of the ads for Trump's campaign that had a upside down triangle, which is a symbol of political prisoners, was a symbol of political prisoners in Nazi Germany. And the Trump campaign had used this in the Facebook ad to point to Antifa and saying that Antifa is hateful and should be banned as a terrorist organization. So that ad was taken down. And then Facebook immediately started taking steps that they believed would be seen by the public and the media as them taking steps to make it harder for hateful content to surface on the platform. And that included cranking up the sensitivity levels of their bots that crawl around and scan all the Facebook ad content and all the accounts that are advertising on Facebook. And that has happened before. When I worked for the largest Facebook developer over 10 years ago, when Facebook was primarily a developer platform and not a media platform like it is today, we would see our games, our content shut down all the time because Facebook was configuring their algorithm. They were trying to exert pressure on us as a developer, but also just their bots their bots would a lot of times shut down things that were perfectly okay because they would crank up the sensitivity levels. That was also the case when Zuckerberg was called to Congress to testify. That's when my friend who runs a Facebook ad agency tells me that Facebook really cranked the sensitivity of their Facebook ad bots to a level where a lot of people's accounts and ads got shut down very, very quickly. A lot of them got shut down. They had to request reviews etc. And the interesting part is that usually the step is that they will shut down your ad and then warn you that if you have 
more ads that get turned down, that your ad account will get shut down. But what happened to me is I never had a single ad disapproved or turned off. I think what happened was they cranked some of the sensitivity inside of the Facebook algorithm that is responsible for Facebook ad monitoring that had to do more with the accounts that were behind the ads and not so much with the ads themselves. That's why the ads, anytime, we, we got shut down twice and then a third final time. But the first two times we were able to appeal and request a review and the reviewers, the human reviewers said, yeah, your ads are fine. There's no deceptive content here at all. And actually the first time we were able to isolate what tripped up the ad bots and that was the destination on the Facebook ad button was a ClickFunnels URL that had all the complicated numbers behind it. But we had also come up with a redirect pretty link that was going to the same exact web page, but just had a, a shorter, simpler name. And my ad manager included that shorter, simpler URL in the body, in the copy of the Facebook ad. And so when the bot was scanning the copy of the Facebook ad, it saw a different destination URL than the destination URL on the button to take action on the Facebook ad. So our hypothesis is that that's what set off the bot the first time, but we don't know what set off the bot the second time because the Facebook ad content was clean, the content on the landing page was compliant, there weren't any claims made, there wasn't anything that was violating the Facebook terms of service, but we didn't even have the ads shut down. The account itself got shut down. So to summarize, oftentimes Facebook is going to go through its own internal modifications of the Facebook algorithm. And as it faces increased pressure from the public to be accountable for the content that gets delivered on the platform, Facebook is likely to be even more strict and stringent about the accounts that it allows to post Facebook ads. Specifically, it wants to know that your account is verified, that your business account is good, that you're actually producing content that is valuable, that people are engaging with your content, that you have people who are following your business on Facebook, that it's been around for a long time. So all of these factors are very, very important, increasingly more important going forward than just the actual content of the ad. And we saw that with our own experience where the ads themselves were fine, but Facebook, as it increased the sensitivity of its bots, got more suspicious of my business account because some of these things were missing. So thank you guys for being with me today. I hope this has been helpful to you. This is personal experience. And the three things I encourage you to do is start developing your following on your Facebook page as soon as possible. Start posting content there that engages and gets comments and likes. Verify your business with Facebook and get another backup ad account going just in case when you run your campaign, your account ends up being disabled temporarily. Have a beautiful rest of your day and I will see you next time. Bye.